0: change podcasting forever. One of them was really hip and cool. The other one, not so much. Together, they made the weird.
1: Oh, hello, Riley. Which one am I? I'll let you guess. Oh, you're an awful person. <laughs> you're That's much just, cooler than I am. You ooze cool. I, I Yeah, but I work at it. I don't you're think just, so. You're just comfortably cool. Do you know in certain angles you look a bit like Vince Vaughn? Oh, I just noticed that. Cool. Not always, just at certain angles. I've been told that I look like a lot of different people.
0: You know who I used to get a lot? Um, uh, not Matt Damon, but... Um, no. No, no, but he's an 80s uh, Matt... Yellow? Yes, I used wow. to get
1: that when I was younger, especially, and a lot skinnier. I only ever get Ben Kingsley as you know. <laughs> so, just so the listener knows, if you haven't seen me yet, yeah, I, I look like Gandhi. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> God, it's true. It is true. Never thought... He's cool, though. He's wonderful. I auditioned and got considered for a movie that he was in, and the reason they didn't cast me was because I looked too much like him. Which movie? Yeah. Do you remember? Lucky Number Eleven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I never uh, I never saw because I was so bitter about well, it. How would you want to go see it? It wasn't that good. No, I know. It wasn't that good. Uh, Riley. Yeah. How are you? I'm really good. I'm super good winter is here it's been snowing and uh it's christmas everywhere of course sure although
0: i am already getting my easter decorations out i'm fighting i'm now a
1: full uh, few seasons ahead but for easter you do a reenactment of the crucifixion in your front yard right yes i usually pick one neighbor i don't really like and <laughs> cast up they, them up they go oh boy <laughs> that might be one of the worst things we've ever said. Oh no, no, no! You're right. We said joke. far worse things. Before. I've said worse than that. I've said worse than that in the last ten minutes. I sound like an old drunk at a bar. No, we're. I think we mentioned this. We mentioned this last week that
0: uh, I we're in full blown uh, Christmas mode here. Christmas music is
1: playing in our home. Not yet. No, not for me. No, 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 no. My God, relax. Do you know why? Why? I will tell you why, because my birthday is December the 8th. And so when I grew up, oh. we would never start any of our Christmas decorating or any of that until my birthday had passed because it would often, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Overshadow? Eclipse. It would eclipse my Total birthday. eclipse of your and birthday. And I kept that with me all my life. So we don't put anything up until after my birthday, which is December 8th.
0: That's interesting. Uh, my wife and I were talking about this too. When do we get the tree this year? Because we're around more. Uh, friends of ours and neighbors they put up their tree in the middle of November Mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's too early because you're going to be freaking sick of that tree by
1: the time Christmas rolls around and it's a real tree oh god no okay because I was going to say if they put up a tree it's going to be like toothpicks by the time yeah well that's the other
0: we 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 put up a real tree Mm -hmm. so we have to be careful when we do it I think we're going to go for the first week
1: of December well I saw the nicest real tree stand I have ever seen, believe it or not, of all places, Ikea. Really? Really. A tree stand, you said? Like you had to put a real tree to hold it up, to make oh, it stand okay. up, a Tell stand. Me about it. It's black, it's uh, wrought iron, it's really heavy, mm. and it's got kind of a snowflake motif around the base. Mm. It's really like, and I'm picky about shit that comes into this house. I would buy that in a heartbeat. It's be- actually beautiful.
0: So that has been, it's funny when you mentioned this, cause that has been something that I have, uh, struggled with the last few years. I splurged and bought a really expensive, uh, tree stand two years ago.
1: Does it rotate? Is it that one?
0: Yes. It, and, and it, and it has like these metal teeth that just like, <sharp> like it's like a bear trap and it locks your tree in. You put the, this, this cap on the tree while it's on the ground. And then you put the cat and, and tighten it to the tree, and then this thing goes into the base and it locks in somehow. Anyway, it's good in that once you figure it out, it's um, it works. But every freaking year, so I think it might be this might be its third or fourth year that it will get used. Every goddamn year, it's this great mystery again of how <laughs> the hell this thing works. And you think you would think I'd write it down and remember. Did I do that last year? No. So I'm back to square one. I'm going to have to figure it out again. And the whole reason why we got this thing was because three or four years ago, the tree stand that we had freaking sucked. And our tree fell not once, but twice, obliterating a whole pile of our decorations. And some of them were like old, like 40 years old. And and we lost a whole bunch. And the, it was so traumatic for the kids. To see their poor tree like and and everything just
1: sort of sprawled uh on the floor and it was just anyway it it i love not writing it down so every year you have to sort of go through the whole education process again to figure oh, it out god i'm dumb you know another thing funny thing about me um and this is for real this is a true
0: true thing okay my wife and i have had to strike a deal because i think if left to her own devices that our tree would be very pretty like it would be one color, maybe two colors. Like mine. Yeah. And she's married to me and marriage, Riley, I'll have you know, is all about compromises. Oh, I know. When I, deck, before I, I met her, I would, and I was living on my own, I would go full tilt, like with the tinsel and that silvery garland and like everything went into, it went into the tree. So I've compromised. There's no more tinsel. There's no more silver garland. She puts like a nice ribbon garland through the tree. Mm-hmm. But all of my decorations get to go in regardless of whether or not they're broken or how old and ugly they are. Mm-hmm. The deal is though those ugly broken ones have to go in the back of the tree that no one can see. And do you want to know why I feel the need to have them in the tree? No. Because I feel like their purpose in their life was to go into a tree and they only get this one time every year to do it and i felt bad for them and wanted them to have that experience of being an ornament in a tree so they could f- continue regardless of whether or not they're f- you know pretty or, f- or functional i wanted them to have uh, their christmas experience these inanimate
1: objects so i have to ask you at what point in your development did you begin to believe that christmas ornaments were sentient so toy story like this preceded
0: that like i believed that I believed as a kid, my toys were sentient and I've always, I'm a grown man. And I, there's a part of me that still is kind to, you know, I don't have my stuff. To, actually, my daughter now has my teddy bear that I had from when
1: I was young. Yeah, that's hygienic.
0: Well, he's been clean. I'm sure
1: you dip that thing and you'd get a fine tea. <laughs> Who talks about a teddy bear that way? Why, <laughs> why would he be that dirty? He didn't, uh, it's not like I sweated on him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what my teddy bear was? A stuffed what? lobster. That we got on a trip to PEI. Wow. Mine was was a legitimate bear. Yeah, no, I didn't have a bear. I had a lobster that I would cuddle with.
0: I had that, and I had a big blue one that my brother won for me at uh, at a big exhibition. Uh, Like like a big one? Yeah, like a big one. Yeah, it was probably a good uh, 20, 30 feet high.
1: You know, I love the legend of your brother, and I've never met him. Oh, no. You must have met him. You met him at my wedding. I don't remember. Well, you maybe didn't meet him. You saw him at my wedding. Yeah. Oh, I meant to tell you. Um, remember I told you that we would visit an uh, air carrier? We, we not would visit. We've one time visited an aircraft carrier on our way yes. to, on the drive to Florida. See, oh, my yes. parents were good because every year we would we had a condo in Florida, right? So we would drive back and forth. They would always try to make the drive interesting by visiting stuff on the way. Oh, so cool. we never took the same route. We weren't one of those families that just got in the car and booked it. Mm-hmm. right cuz the goal wasn't and that's how i do road trips as well i don't get in the car and fucking book it to get to where we're going i the journey is part of it for me i like to stop and see weird things and so it was the uss yorkton yorktown mm. actually the yorktown mm-hmm. and this was in south carolina I so found that it. is a very famous aircraft carrier yes and you can you can visit it it's
0: still there after all this time it's still a museum integral and pivotal in the americans uh victory over the japanese in world war ii there you go it took a lot of hits and kept on ticking all right are you ready for my story this week completely ready okay so this is actually a callback to something i mentioned in an earlier episode and i'm trying to remember which one it was it doesn't matter but um we i had mentioned very briefly and very quickly the black eyed children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the black eyed peas.
1: Gross. You don't like them? Not at all. Riley, where is the love? But my favorite thing about them was that famous um, picture that was all over the internet. And I know I shouldn't be into celebrities being taken down, but that one where Fergie pissed herself. <laughs> I like Fergie. I don't. I liked her all the way back when she was
0: on uh, that uh, kids' show. Oh, what was it called? I was going to say the Get Along Gang.
1: She was on a kid's show. Oh, was she? Like Britney Spears then. She comes from children's programming. Yeah. Yes, exactly. She's very talented. And it's funny, all the women that seem to come from children's programming stay in that state. Well, there's a problem with the whole celebrity culture, right? There is. And,
0: And taking children at that age and forcing them to be adults and robbing them of their childhood. The worst of that is Judy Garland. Oh, worst. my God. Yeah. Well, she was the first. Or or even, didn't Shirley Temple have like a horrible life as
1: well? Uh, no, not as an adult. No, no. She was Shirley Temple Black. She married. She did. No, she had a, she a nice okay. quiet life. But as she got out of the showbiz spotlight. But so many people. You know who had it really bad? We should actually do an episode on this. Disney stars. Young Disney stars. Oh, my well, God. So many
0: of them, yeah. I've
1: been through the ringer. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I have a lot of compassion for
0: those people. Like Britney Spears and people like that. I don't. I don't enjoy seeing
1: their downfall i don't because they're ultimately victims do you know who i liked though seeing his downfall i'm sorry but i did justin bieber he had it coming yeah he's such a little dick i'm sorry i didn't actually realize he had a a fall what happened oh he's just a mess like he has jesus tattooed all over him and but he but
0: but he was at a very young age he had his ego inflated artificially Yeah, he's talented. He's a cute kid, but he—he was made into that. If he had had a more normal upbringing, he might not have been a douchebag. And I don't think he is still a
1: douchebag, right? Oh, yes, he is. I think. Oh, is is. he? I think so. Yeah. But anyway, I want to know your story. Yes, I know about the Black Eyed Children. There's a movie, a horror movie about it. There is, and you can find it
0: on YouTube. It was a um, privately sourced. What the frick? I'm I'm like struggling to remember names of things. Yeah, crowdfunded. Thank you. It was crowdfunded. And that movie was based on the research that I'm going to be talking about tonight. So that guy did his homework as well. Sweet. So if you're interested in it, check it out.
1: Okay, I will. No, seriously, though. Like, don't just say that, Riley. I very rarely say something that I don't follow through on. I'm good for that. Because you said the same thing about that movie with
0: share Mask, and I'm still waiting for you to see it. I love Mask. I've well, seen it. I don't believe you.
1: It's a really lovely movie. It is a lovely movie. I, do, I remember, I watched that as a kid and really yeah. liked it. And that's uh, Stoltz, right? Eric Stoltz. Yes, Eric Stoltz. Eric
0: Stoltz. Great actor. On January 16th, 1998, reporter Brian Bethel posted on an online message board describing his apparent encounter with a pair of creepy children who had solid black eyes. Since then, dozens of people have claimed sightings of similar children. But Bethel's case remains the most famous. He recounted the experience in an article for Reporter
1: News. What year was this again?
0: Sorry, that the article's from 98. This, what I'm going to tell you, is a couple years before. Okay. 90s. So we're in the 90s. Okay. Neon is just coming out of fashion and plaid is all the rage. Okay. It happened on a warm night in 1996. Bethel needed to pay his internet bill, so he was writing a check in his car. There was a knock on my driver's side window, Bethel says. Two young boys, somewhere between 9 to 12 years old, and dressed in hooded pullovers, stood outside. I cracked the window a bit, anticipating a spiel for money, but I was immediately gripped by an incomprehensible, soul-wracking fear. I had no idea why. One of the boys asked Bethel for a ride. They wanted to see a movie, but had left their money at their mother's house. While Bethel molded over, the boy tried to reassure him. It wouldn't take long. They were just two little kids. They didn't have a gun or anything. The reporter looked away for a moment. When Bethel's gaze returned to the children, his mind exploded in a vortex of all-consuming terror. That's a quote, by the way. I'd like to think that I could come up with a sentence like that.
1: But I couldn't. A vortex of all-consuming terror. You can tell he's a writer. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) seriously.
0: Both boys stared at me with coal-black eyes, the sort of eyes one sees these days on aliens or bargain-basement vampires on late-night television. Soulless orbs like two great swaths of starless
1: night. Oh, that's lovely. Two great swaths of starless night that's I beautiful give this kind of credit actually yeah he is a good writer isn't that's he? a good one or a good
0: speaker as bethel and not like me i can't think of crowdsourcing for crying aloud
1: well it's not a word that you i'm use so about. happy when i complete a sentence <laughs> i'm so happy when i complete a bowel movement oh jeez. that's that's <laughs> the age i'm at
0: oh lots of fiber riley mm-hmm As Bethel rolled up his window, one of the boys banged on the glass saying, We can't come in unless you tell us. It's okay. Let us in. (gasps) They're like vampires. Then the journalist drove away. Now Bethel isn't the only person with a creepy tale involving black-eyed children. The internet is full of them. Like full. Like this is... In looking for source material for this episode, I... There was, it was overwhelming how many firsthand accounts you can find of people who claim to have seen them. So it's like La Irona. It is, ex- that's exactly what made me, yeah, it reminded me of that. Cool. Yeah. Reddit user Sarahbeth11 says she was sitting alone in her family room when there was a light knock at the front door. Two young children were outside, a girl who looked about 11 and a boy who was roughly nine. The girl very politely spoke up. Ma'am, can we please come inside and use your phone to call our mum? As she spoke, something in the pit of my stomach was telling me something was wrong, Sarah says. After a short exchange, the girl moved towards the door. She stepped into the light coming from inside the house, and I got my first real good look at her solid jet black eyes that's all i could see that motherly instinct was gone and replaced by terror i don't think i've ever felt in my life sarah says i could feel every hair on my arms and back of my neck standing at attention i closed the door to where just my face was able to stick out the little girl stopped and again pleaded please ma'am we're really scared and alone out here we have to come inside. Please help us. Then, like on cue,
1: both kids began to whimper and cry. Jeez, God. Imagine that. Yeah, I, yeah. and Anything to do with ghostly children is just messed up. I think I mentioned in a previous episode that,
0: like, kids can be spooky, like my own children Sometimes talking in their sleep at night. Like mm. it's one time, uh, I think it was my daughter singing in her sleep, and it just had like that
1: uh, nightmare in Elm Street vibe to it. And every parent I know has had that moment where they wake up at the middle of the night and their kid is standing, just staring at yep. them, just standing there. Yeah, my son's done that and it made me jump.
0: Like, yeah. like it was like it was. <laughs> he freaked me out. Because <laughs> he was. Just, it was also not just that he was standing there, it's a weight. He, he was half awake. So he, he was acting weird, like just sort of like swaying a bit. And anyway, freaked me out. It would freak me out. It would freak me out. Yeah, that's freakoutable. Another Reddit user aptly named NoSleep2012 also claims to have encountered black-eyed children on her doorstep. She had a voice that was mature, confident, strong, and accentless, she says. She held her head "'Tilted downward, and I couldn't see her eyes. "'She said, "'We have to use your phone.' "'I stood frozen in fear. "'Slowly and silently, I backed away from the door, "'Lucy, my dog, still cowering at my ankles. "'She became commanding, almost hostile. "'We're not going to hurt you. "'If we wanted to do that, we would have broken in. "'I'll ask again. "'May we come in and use your phone?' the girl said. Lucy snarled at the door and I inched backward, though something inside me seemed to be slowly pulling me back toward the door. It wasn't a physical pulling so much as a subconscious need to go back and let them in. And this Reddit user says she didn't go back to sleep that night and hasn't slept right
1: since then. What's this weird vampire shit they're doing where you have to let them in? Well, it's part of that mythology, isn't it? And that that, that is an ancient belief.
0: Right. I mean, we talked about vampires, uh, mm-hmm. with the Highgate vampire. I we, and that's something that I'd like to pursue, or you can. But and and there's so much material there about vampires. Oh, we've only t- we, we've only the tip of the iceberg, right? And that maybe is my one of my favorite things. And these entities sure sound like they might belong to that realm, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Okay. This phenomenon is not just in the United States. It is actually existed. In fact, it may even predate Bethel's experience in 1996 in England. Of course. So Lee Brickley launched an in-depth investigation of Cannock Chase, which is near Staffordshire,
1: which I believe is near Birmingham, England. Staffordshire. Oh, look at you. Staffordshire. You sound like a tourist. Excuse me. Can you tell me the way to Staffordshire? Well, I'm not the one that pronounced Edinburgh
0: as Eden, Eden, Eden Berga, I think is how you pronounced it. You're just an awful person. And the Scottish have not forgotten. I am Scottish. Well, and of. that's what they are saying is so tough because um, through a recent poll, our Scottish, the, for our Scottish listeners, they said they squarely sided with me even though I'm French-Irish. Like So Lee Brickley launched an in-depth investigation of Canick Chase near Staffordshire. Staffordshire after reports that a ghoulish apparition in the form of a child was haunting the area. This was not the first time this entity had been spotted. Ooh. The child was also seen nearly 40 years ago and fits the black-eyed children description. Oh, wow. The girl, apparently, and it's a girl, has coal black pits for eye sockets and looks, again, to be between the ages of 9 to 12. Okay. Okay. Lee, who, by the way, is a reporter, was stunned when he received a new eyewitness account of the black-eyed child. Alerted by what sounded like screams, a shocked woman came across a wandering girl while walking with her daughter. We instantly started running towards the noise, she said. We couldn't find the child anywhere and so stopped to catch our breath. That's when I turned around and saw a girl standing behind me, no more than 10 years old, with her hands over her eyes. It was as if she was waiting for a birthday cake. I asked if she was okay and if she had been the one screaming. She put her arms down by her side and opened her eyes. That's when I saw they were completely black. No iris. No white. Nothing. I jumped back and grabbed my daughter, and when I looked again, the child was gone. It was so strange. Wow, and you did an accent just there. Yeah, probably a terrible one. Our UK listeners are going to love it. It was not great, and I don't care because I'm trying. And I know that England is filled with different dialects.
1: I hope we jump all over the globe. I hope we go to, like, China next and then Finland. It's going to be a fun night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay.
0: So Lee said the woman's experience mirrors the earlier sighting. In the summer of 1980, and this is a quote, Uh, In the summer of 1982, my aunt was 18 years old, and she and her friends would often meet in Canic Chase in the evening time, probably in much the same way many teachers still do today. One evening, just before dark, she heard a little girl frantically shouting for help. Rushing to locate the sound, she stumbled upon a dirt track and caught sight of the girl, who was about six years old, running in the opposite direction. When my aunt caught up, the girl turned around and looked her in the eyes and then ran off into the dark woodland. Her eyes had been completely black with no trace of white. There was a police search, but to no avail. At the time, no one had any reason to believe anything paranormal was going on. The girl certainly seemed and appeared to be of flesh and blood. Can you imagine how disconcerting that would be? And this is a well known story there. So, again, this is not like this guy's not making it up. This happened where there was a strange girl and this person's, yeah, like the, I don't know, she had black eyes. I'd be slamming that door. Bethel tells another story and he doesn't provide the names of the couple, but this is from him. So, another story goes like this In a snowy, secluded town in Vermont, an elderly couple heard the sound of three loud knocks on their door. They opened the door and saw two children, a boy and a girl. Parents will be here soon. May we come in? The children did not make eye contact and just stood there in the doorway. The elderly couple were hesitant, but after a while, they let the boy and girl inside. No. The kids settled on the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa. Did you ever call it hot cocoa?
1: Hot cocoa, absolutely. I called it hot chocolate. Yeah, no, but I've hot uh, hot cocoa for sure. I think hot cocoa is more of a a UK ism, a British ism.
0: Well, I also remember them saying hot cocoa on family ties. (laughs) Jesus. And going, what is
1: hot cocoa? Well, hot cocoa is hot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When like Alex or Mallory uh, or Tina Yothers' character, who I can't remember, why would I remember Tina Yothers but not her character's name? Whatever happened to Tina Yothers? Maybe she had a good life. I think justine bateman went on to like a normal life i think what do you mean maybe she had a good life she dead no i mean maybe we didn't hear about her but it's a good thing oh okay you know she's not infamous she's weird looking kid i have to say i liked her she was nice so the kids sat on the couch while the wife made some hot cocoa and then the husband asked them questions that went unanswered the wife returned and noticed that her cat was scared and angry with the children May we please use the restroom? Oh. The wife looked at the kids and she finally saw them. The children's eyes were as black as a starless universe. Oh! This is Bethel again. This is him telling the story. So again, the starless universe. I love his use of language. I do too. She directed them to the bathroom and returned to her husband who was covering his face with his hand. Did you see their eyes? The husband then showed her his hand full of blood from a nosebleed. The power suddenly went out and the house turned as dark as the kids' eyes. The wife headed to the restroom and was confronted by the voice of the kids at the end of the hall uttering, Our parents are here. The kids then exited the house, leaving the door wide open. The wife then noticed that there were two men at the end of the driveway. The men were very tall and slender. The wife waved but did not receive the same friendly gesture. The two men and children then drove away, together in one car. The power then came back on a little later after the kids left. Throughout the next week, weird things happened in the house. Three out of four cats went missing, and the fourth had been found dead in a pool of its own blood. Uh. The husband continued to have no nosebleeds and finally went to the doctor where he was diagnosed with a
1: very aggressive skin cancer that didn't go the way i thought it would how did you think it was going to go well i thought he was having nosebleeds because of paranormal activity well maybe he got skin cancer from them too right why did all those animals die oh if this is true why did all those animals die okay we got to back the truck up a bit so you said this tall slender man Two tall slender men
0: were um, waiting for the children at the end of the laneway. Oh, that's even worse. Now it gets worse.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And so two of them, uh, no acknowledgement. Very weird. Not a thank you or the kids just leave the
1: house and leave the door open. Um, Are the black-eyed children often seen in the company of adults like that? That's the only story that I found
0: where they were connected with other beings, other entities. Okay. Okay. But perhaps that's just because that's what maybe if you follow this thing through, that's what ends up happening.
1: God. Okay. So
0: what do we know about the Black Eyed Peas? Well, they made several albums. And Oh, sorry. That's my other notes. So what do we know about the Black Eyed Kids? I see your faces. I That was a dad joke. It was. It was totally a dad joke. (laughs) So they resemble, um, based on on all of the accounts, they they usually resemble kids between the ages of six and as old as 16. Okay. They seem to only appear in the night when they show up at the doors of unsuspecting residents and ask often in breathless or monotone voices to use the bathroom or to make a phone call to get a ride home or grab something to eat. In every case, they are looking for permission to enter your car or your home. Okay. Or or for you to take them take them with them.
1: My question there is, has anything bad ever happened, really bad happened to people who let them in? This is what's interesting. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem like they're murdering
0: anybody. So if we're going vampires, it doesn't seem certainly doesn't seem like they're out for blood. You know, mm-hmm. there's some speculation that perhaps they're premonitions, right? They're, you'll see these things before bad things happen to you, or they're foretelling perhaps. They're harbingers. They're harbingers of doom. Right. Perhaps. Like the hag of Beltane. There's also a theory that, and I'm, I'm going off my notes here, but that's okay. Um, that they, they're ghosts, mm-hmm. you know, that they're slain children, you know, looking for. For a home. For a home and for help. Right. And that, or their their the other theory is that they're demonic offspring. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. right. Like the omen, they all know King Payman. Oh yeah. Besides blacked out eyes, these children typically appear normal. Sometimes their attire. This is interesting, and this is another common thread. Sometimes their attire seems outdated. In extremely unusual instances, people have reported encountering creatures with talon
1: like feet. You know what's really funny is you mentioned that the the um, clothes being outdated why am i picturing them dressed in like little private school outfits you know what i mean like little british kids like little mary poppins kids right why am i picturing that
0: there are descriptions there are descriptions of them wearing clothes like that okay like like it's 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 not of that time the clothes they're wearing which then would lead people to think that perhaps they're uh, what are you eating (laughs) i knew you'd catch me
1: snickers yeah, it's one of those little miniature chocolates. I'm still yeah, eating yeah. I could them.
0: go for a Snickers right now. I like Snickers. Not my favorite, but I like them. I'll eat it in a pinch. In a pinch? Yeah, it's not my favorite at all. Right. It's you know what it's good for. It's the most uh, utilitarian uh, chocolate bar because it fills you up. Well, it had that amazing ad campaign, right? But it's the peanuts. Right. No one knows where or how these creatures pop up. Conspiracy theorists believe that black-eyed children are. Oh, and this is interesting are aliens or interdimensional beings trying to reach out to their Earth. Oh, right. Okay, parallel Earths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, there, there's some speculation that perhaps they're
1: aliens and they're this is not their home. Well, that makes sense because if you go in the in our way back machine back to when I talked about Barney and Betty Hill, yeah, and that was like the sort of the genesis of that alien abduction thing. But a lot of aliens have black eyes without any white mm-hmm. pupilless, featureless shark eyes, right? And there
0: are other creatures on this planet who have black eyes, right, or solid eyeballs right sharks yeah i think lizards yeah so there's some time maybe they're inter interdimensional beings and they're trying to figure out their way home and that's why maybe they're not also trying to hurt anybody they're freaking people out because they look different maybe on their version of earth they evolved slightly
1: differently maybe on their version of earth the house they're trying to get into is where they live maybe on their version of earth Uh, Laura Ingalls fell up the hillside in the opening uh, credits of Little House on a Prairie. Maybe in their version of Earth, Big Trouble in Little China never existed. Maybe on their
0: version of Earth, you never existed to say such hurtful things about what many would argue is the greatest film ever made. Whatever. So uh, demonologists believe they are the children of the devil himself, which I mentioned already, and that if you let them in... You are allowing the devil to enter your life. Because, of course, demonologists... You just said nothing has ever happened. Not that we know of. And demonologists, let's face it, of all the ologists, they've got the worst reputation. Right? Have you ever met a a demonologist that you liked? I've never met one. Right. Well, that's besides the point. People still claim to see the black-eyed children when driving late at night down an empty road or outside of their window late at night. Many people have reported, and this is through like the the Reddit stuff, a common sort of thread is people reporting seeing the black-eyed children standing in the corner of their room during episodes of sleep paralysis or even waking up in the middle of the night because they sense someone was watching them in the shadows. And when they look up, they see these kids. I'm going to say this. And I've said this about other things on other shows that I don't doubt that they've seen that. I would bet a lot of money, that was like a waking dream. Yeah. And if you're into this stuff and you're reading about it, then you're thinking about it, kind of like last week's episode with the U-boat, where you can almost will yourself into believing something is happening.
1: Yeah. Mass hysteria, right?
0: Yeah. Snopes has classified this story as that of legend. So like like Slender Man, like all of those. Yeah. And Bethel has claimed that this happened, and he is a reporter. The other guy there from um, Lee... From england same thing these are reporters who are saying no this happened is that
1: a coffee from kfc <laughs> no does kfc have coffee can you imagine can you imagine a coffee from kfc i thought you got all of your coffee from kentucky fried chicken no it's starbucks and it's red and white because it's a christmas mug look at you eh? you're really living it up no i'm just i'm gone over kfc coffee like imagine stopping at kfc for a coffee i'm sure i'm sure they do sell coffee I don't think they do, do you? Yeah. But they don't do breakfast. I'm sure
0: that it's they make it at 10.
1: <laughs> it just sits there all it day. it sits there all day.
0: It's kind of like those hot dogs at a gas station that are on those roller things.
1: Yes. I'm fascinated by those. Have you ever had one? Oh my God, no. I haven't either. No. But don't no. you feel compelled to try it once? I think the only thing that I ate
0: from a gas station... When and and I liked them as a kid were um, chuck wagons. What's that? It was like a hot dog. It came in a sealed plastic thing, but it was a, a, like in a bun with cheese and a hot dog, and he heated it up in the
1: microwave, like in the store. I've had a tuna sandwich from a gas station.
0: Oh, oh my
1: god! No, but it's sealed, like it's sealed in that triangular plastic in seal skin. <laughs> Can you imagine? No, I I've had a tuna sandwich from the gas station. It wasn't bad. It was a bit stale. And the, the brand name was uh, a Kiss from a Rose. So, yeah, so
0: Snopes has classified this as a legend. And uh, there was a great article in the Inquisitor that I read because it, I like reading the skeptic stuff, too. Like, I like to see how these stories are being challenged. What's interesting with this one is this. This is a quote from the Inquisitor. Believe it if you like, but realize that there is no evidence of their existence, just subjective testimony that ranges from reasonable to suspiciously fame-whoring. The real mystery, in my opinion, is why this topic made MSN's front page where it started to trend, fooling people into thinking that it's real news. So interesting, there is no
1: proof that it's real, but there's no proof that it's not real. You know what's losing me on this? If you told me that the first sighting of the black-eyed children was like 1868, and there was a bunch of historical, I'd be way more on board because again, I don't trust the internet. I just don't. Well,
0: but remember the first sighting that we, that I could find and someone can tell me differently is 1982 in a small town in
1: England. Right. Like it, it does, this story does predate the internet. Yeah, but not enough for me. I mean, a phenomenon like that just suddenly starting in the eighties, it's like Duran Duran. The reflex. Um, I Sure. And I'm with you. I agree.
0: I agree that probably 99% of these are based on people reading these stories and wanting to believe and seeing their own thing. Exactly like Slender Man. Is that complete? Like, I don't know a lot about it. It's completely I know, fabricated. I know it's completely fabricated. Yeah. I do think that uh, the one in England and then Bethel's story, perhaps he just made it up out of scratch. Maybe he read about that story in England somehow. I don't, but there's no connection between him and that place. And there's, to a certain extent, he's taken a hit for this. It's not like he was writing for the Inquirer. Like, look at the way he wrote here. He's a talented individual who's Mm -hmm. claiming that this happened. This happened, you know? Yeah. And wouldn't that just be perfect, right? You actually see this. You take the risky and uh, scary route of exposing yourself to look like a crazy person. And and so you do it. You come out and you tell people
1: your truth and no one believes you. Or the wrong people believe you. I get you that. Know? Yeah, I do. Get, I just, honestly, I just wish there was a couple more sightings for my sake. We can't all live up to your standards, I can't even live up to my standards.
0: I, I And, you know, like the, the U-Boat one was interesting because there was, like, a, that's what I was saying to you too. There's so much documentation, right, uh, mm. of that happening. Or like the uh, Werewolf of Bedberg one where we have, like, a court case where we actually
1: have written documents saying, like, no, no, this actually happened. It's not a legend. I still haven't recovered from your description of his execution. It's going to stay with me for a while. After this... Episodes done airing, I actually have to show you something. What
0: a terrible thing to say. Why? It just sounds so sinister. Well, it's not. I've done in Plato a recreation <laughs> of
1: his execution. <laughs> There's a series of scenes that I'd like to take you through. It's like a diorama of it's each stage. diorama of his death. Yeah. You should put them on the lawn for Christmas. They're going in my Christmas tree. Well, They're you already have floor. that agreement with Mary whatever you want to put on the tree goes, right?
0: no 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 Uh, sorry and there is oh also there's only two colors of christmas balls that go into the tree so she's broken it down to like a basic color scheme she has this nice ribbon that goes through the tree uh i lost finally the um ugly angel that i used to put up and now i've got like a modern-y type it it was made of metal and that is what made our tree topple because it was so top heavy oh yeah so marion literally ruined christmas That's okay. It's kind of funny. It's charming. It's funny that the tree fell. It it was our... Yeah. We survived. Um, Riley. What? Riley. That's the end of my story.
1: Okay. That was really short. For me. Yeah. I know about the Black Eyed Children. I've seen that everywhere. But again, I have to say, I I put it in the same box as I put Slenderman. It's just a big internet legend. Um, But... Take away all of that and just have the apparition in England and the reporter. That's a really intriguing story. Right. But Reddit users, you have ruined it probably by just throwing out these ridiculous stories that they I've ruined nothing and I stand by Reddit. You do?
0: That is probably the only source that I'll go to for any information. I go to Twitter because that's where, that's where the truth really lies and Fox News. Mm, I'm wa- I'm enjoying watching what's happening to Fox news right now where oh, they I were know. even pushed to the limit
1: and are now having to say, yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah. I know. And Trump has to go farther afield. He has to like unite with people like Alex Jones and Breitbart people. Oh God. Alex Jones fascinates me because he's just an ugly, weird, angry troll man. Mm-hmm. And if I lose listeners because I said that, so fucking be it. You know,
0: and I've thought about that too. Cause we've, I think maybe our political leanings, come out with some of the things that we say in, um, you know, Oh, should we say that or not? And you know what? I don't,
1: I don't care. Yeah. I don't, I don't care, care. My whole politics is let's just make the world a better place and take care of each other. That's my political leaning. I think we're going to lose, uh, we're going to lose Kentucky now. <laughs> I wonder if we have any listeners from the South. I would love that. We because do. I love the South. The South is so Gothic and interesting. Yeah. And I've met nothing but wonderful people from the South. Sure, of I course. I think their politics give them a bad name.
0: Sure. I do. I think that people, this goes back to what we talked about in the last episode, people are people. People are raised in their world. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of those people, the vast majority of those people, would be would do the right thing if put in a situation where someone else's life was in the balance. There comes a tipping point maybe sometimes where that's not possible. You know what that reminds me of? Have you seen the new Borat movie? Yes. That scene... It's my, this is my favorite scene in that movie is that the, the two guys that
1: take him in. I know, and that was real. He Did you know he had to stay in character for three days? Is, so it was three days, eh? Yeah, three days he's lived with them. But you could see those
0: guys are guys that on the surface you would see and hate them. Yeah, I would, I know. But look what they, they ended up, he kind of worked them over a bit, like. And they weren't bad people. Their humanity actually came out in that film more than their politics yeah because here's a strange man from another country who says a lot of weird uncomfortable things does uncomfortable things and they treated him with openness and even tolerance and caring you know like they, they were patient with him
1: yeah no they were but you know what can i ask you something did you think they had those two guys had kind of a weird gay vibe yes okay so it wasn't just me yeah i think they might have been a couple yeah because it was there was something there that was just a little bit, hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've seen that movie? Will you ever unsee the dance scene when they go to the they go to the uh, the the party where they are introduced, right? And then they do the dance. <laughs> oh, yes. They do the father daughter. The, the father daughter. Oh my god! It's rare for something on TV to fucking shock me like yeah I, to, into like speechlessness yeah, and that did. I was like oh my god there was a
0: look on those <laughs> people's faces and by the way i have a lot more patience whether this is good or bad i have a lot more patience and understanding for people who are like those two guys uh the two redneck guys yeah uh than the rich people that were at that party i know
1: who do some pretty bad things to people and they were told that they were just going to be filming something they didn't know what so when you saw the looks on their faces that oh, was yeah. genuine yeah. yeah i you know what i love people like him i love people like um like bernie Yeah, bernie sanders i love people who push buttons and um they do that in different ways but they do it and i emilio think emilio estevez for god's sake good lord repo man mm-hmm. is that that's what he's known um, for maximum overdrive oh that movie with the clown truck the, evil that is clown. Not the, not the the
0: Green Goblin
1: truck. Is, that, is it the Green Goblin? Or Hobgoblin. Oh, yeah. It's like some weird goblin truck that's the head yeah. of all the trucks. Yeah. The best part of that movie is the girl who plays the newlywed. She has that weird voice. Well, that she's on The Simpsons. Is she on The Simpsons? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yearly. Is it Yearly, Yearly Smith? Smith? Yearly I, Smith? I think so.
0: Let's look that up. You keep talking. I'm going to look it up.
1: Because I love her. She's got that annoying voice. And she just rates her husband the whole time. Yes. I loved that movie. I loved that movie as a kid. It's a guilty pleasure movie for me. I think it is. Yeah, I think it's Yearly Smith. Is she Lisa Simpson our our hero? Yeah, it's her in that's her. Oh, she must be so loaded. Oh my god. Can you imagine? That show has been running, I just read, for over 65 years. <laughs> Isn't it still the longest running cartoon or animated show in well, history? Show? Yeah. Oh,
0: maybe Maybe not the longest show ever. Probably for sure animated because the soap operas, like Young and the Restless, would be running.
1: That's not considered. They don't consider that. The longest syndicated show. Do you know what that is? Longest running syndicated show?
0: Um, Let me guess. I am going to go with Silver Spoons, Ricky Schroeder.
1: Let me give you a clue. You're a moron. Don't speak when I'm speaking. Okay. I am going to have to say Gilmore Girls. Judge Judy. Really? Judge Judy is the longest-running syndicated television show in history. Well, I love Judge Judy. I love her. I love her. She, she's amazing. She's just a right-on sister, and her message is really out there. That that got really uncomfortable really quick. Well, it generally does when I'm in the room. <laughs> wacka, wacka, wacka.
0: All right, Riley. I think uh,
1: that is the end of this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I liked it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad somebody told me more about the black eyed children because I can't. And you know,
0: here's the thing, like I, 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 some of those episodes that we're going to do are like the ones like it, this is weird and we don't know exactly what the explanation is. This is sort of like similar to the one that you discussed a few episodes ago about the haunted house there, uh, that the mother with the kid, the Shirley Temple story, I think. What? The, like two episodes ago, you did one about a mother. Her, her child died. La Irona. How do you not? Re- no, like two episodes ago, <laughs> it
1: went Texas. Oh, Olivia Mabel, and they yes, 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 yes. It's like
0: that. It's a great story. And Black Eyed Children, I knew a little bit about. I didn't know a lot. Know more now. You know, it's something that I think our listeners would like to know more about. And it's like, or Bermuda Triangle was another one like that where there's probably an explanation. There's a little bit of weird stuff there still, but
1: science or reason can probably explain a lot of it i wish the black-eyed children like i said legend went back a bit farther in time i'd be happier like the black-eyed peas shut up about the fucking black-eyed peas no one cares only oprah cares she loves that band what is that song they did about tonight tonight there's a party go to the party let's get it started is that it how does it go let's
0: get it st- Oh no, that's a different one uh let's get it started and, and they had the terrible uh they had to change that song did they? Let's get it started. Yeah, because they used the R word instead. What's the R word? Well, that what you would call someone with an intellectual developmental uh, issue. Oh. That R word. I don't want to repeat it. And uh, so, yeah. And they tried to explain, well, no, we don't mean it that way. I'm like, well, what? What other possible way can you mean that? So they changed it to let's get it started in here. But the original video and release of that song, if you have that album, it's
1: the R word instead. I would not have that album or care about having that album. Thank you for that story. Thank you for that offering at the altar of the weird. Uh, You're very welcome, Riley. And thank you for listening. Hey, folks, if you have uh,
0: been enjoying what you hear with us, please remember to uh, to leave us a comment, to rate us, and keep spreading uh, the gospel of the weird to all your friends and family. Mm-hmm. We are very close, I believe, Riley, correct me if I'm wrong, to having uh, all 25 of our episodes, even though we haven't made all 25 yet, on 8-track
1: that will be available in all Kmart's. Uh, on December nineteenth, absolutely, and um, also we're going to be um, our next upcoming uh, special, which is about Area Fifty One, will be available on Laserdisc. <laughs> Laserdisc. That's right. So that's our next our next episode is our twenty fifth anniversary. Yes, it is. The next time they hear from us, it'll be our twenty fifth anniversary, and it will be a part one of a two parter about Area Fifty One, not Club Fifty Four, Studio Fifty Four. No, I'm talking about Club 54. What's Club 54? Sounds like a hair replacement thing. It was a hair replacement uh, initiative in Munich. You just make shit up, don't you? You must be hilarious on a job interview. What's your previous experience? Well, I, um, yeah, I uh, scaled a building and installed windows by hand. I'm the
0: inventor of the Remax hot air balloon. Is Remax a big company, like, worldwide, or is that just a Canadian thing? I have no idea, but I've seen that balloon. Yeah, it's a big hot air balloon that's very
1: famous in this part of the world. Did you ever see the thumbs-up balloon? That something happened to it and it crumbled and it looked like a giant vagina? All right, uh, well, I think... That's
0: all the time we have. I know both Riley and I need to now go and watch Maximum
1: Overdrive. You know what? I actually thought to myself, I should watch that again. I think it's very funny. It's a hilarious movie. Yeah. The steamroller uh, incident where the kid gets...
0: Okay, we're getting on a tangent. We're trying to say goodbye to these poor people. One more thing. Didn't Stephen King direct that himself? Yes. I think Stephen King, he wrote it and he directed
1: it. That's why it's full of rock and roll music because he loves classic rock and roll. Interesting. I love Stephen King. Oh God, me too. Another—that's mm. another story for another day. Yeah.
0: All right, everyone. Good night. Thank you very much for listening. Indeed. And uh, yeah,
1: behave. We love you. Bye bye. Man, can we please come inside and use your phone to call our mom? Please, man. We're really scared and
0: alone out here. We have. To come inside, please help us.
1: We have to use your phone. We're not going to hurt you. If we wanted to do that, we would have broken in. I'll ask it again: May we come in and use your phone? Help us.